liberty lockdown please scan your barcode your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold where did it come from and where did it go it requires a fight not tweeting from your phone don't need a king get him off the fucking throne if you're riding with the thought you've always got a home the virus is scared of will come and it'll go the government knows this don't get treated like a hoe Today I had on Isabella Riley. She is the hottest rising star in the Liberty scene. Huge on TikTok, huge on Instagram, huge on Twitter. She's a beast. You're going to love this episode. She's a fascinating human being, genuinely. (laughs) And uh, if you want to get a girl like Isabella, it ain't easy. You know a good starting point, though? Do you know it? You go to crash.co backslash daily and you sign up for the daily job hunt. Why do you do that, you ask? Clint, you say? Clint, why? Why do I do that? Because you need to get a fucking job, bro. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so yeah, go to crash.co backslash daily and sign up for the daily job hunt. What it is, is a daily newsletter that will hit your inbox. It will uh, give you a little education, inspiration, and a wasan chop to your backside to get up off the couch. Go find that job of your dreams. Go start that business of your dreams. Stop laying around. You know what I'm saying, man? Let's go. Let's get in the show. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Liberty Lockdown. Today, I am joined by the top FBI agent in Liberty Twitter, Miss Isabella Riley herself. Welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. Wow, what an introduction. I didn't know I was granted that title, but I'll gladly take it. I just see so many people commenting at you, uh, <laughs> assuming that you're not real. So I think I thought it would be a funny since we actually get to see that you do exist. And, you know, I, I do exist. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Unfortunately, not a catfish. I wish. <laughs> uh, so I, I wanted to start by asking, what are the economic conditions for for young people feeling like? Like, uh, obviously, you're much younger than me. So I'm, I'm curious, what what do people of your age range, I assume you still interact with them, even though you're quite the, uh, the social or the ideological dissident. Um, are they, are they as desperate and fucked up by the past year as I would imagine or no? So I'm 22. Um, I mean, I guess people are pretty much like leaving college, going back to their families, you know, and just living with their parents, kind of just dealing with everything that's going on. Um, I'm not really sure how they're feeling. I mean, I'm someone <laughs> I don't really like to keep in contact with people from school. I like to be by myself <laughs> all, all the time. It's a problem. I know. Um, I really do take being a radical individual. That's too hard. I, I mean it, but, um, yeah, I mean, people, they're tr- struggling to find jobs. They're living with at home with their parents. Cause you know, college sets you up to just live at home with your parents after it does, no one ever uses their degree. So it's kind of a combination of everything. And yeah, I really don't know how people are doing. Um, be a good, I got. I guess I should ask them. Maybe get back to you on that. But pretty well, how, much everyone I know is just back with their parents. So. Okay. How How are you doing in this in this economy? And I mean, it seems as if you are throwing your hat in the ring politically. I'm curious if you. I mean, you moved to New York. Is, is this all part of a, a master plan? Are you Are you going global on us? What's up? 
Yeah, so I've always known that I wanted to get I wanted to get involved politically. I grew up super political. My dad libertarian his whole life. I grew up watch, you know, loved Ron Paul. I know you love Ron Paul. Like I grew up pretty much as Ron Paul being my father and Ayn Rand being my mother. Nice. My dad literally has a tattoo of Ayn Rand's face on his leg. Yo. And I, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I didn't realize it was her until a couple years ago. I remember I was sitting one day on my porch and I was like, after watching a bunch of her, like binge watching her interviews, I was like, is that Ayn Rand? I, was like, I never knew it was her face. And he was like, you didn't know this? And she has like a little money symbol tattoo on her. It's great. But yeah, so I grew up very political. I've always been super opinionated. Um, I pretty much, maybe until a year ago, I would call myself conservative until conservatives have really annoyed me. Pretty much it took me getting involved on social media politics to really distance myself Mm. from them. But yeah, I've always known I want to go into a career in politics. I am, I moved to New York City to get involved with politics. You know, I am involved with the New York Young Republicans Club, which Rothbard was a, was a member of. So it doesn't contradict everything, you know, (laughs) Um, because my dad's like, how are you going to join the New York Young Republicans Club? And then be, I'm like this close to being an ANCAP, like very close. I'm trying, it's, it's, it's difficult, but I pretty much have only, I only watch right now, like Michael Malice, Dave Smith, Tom Woods. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm an anarchist, but I haven't found a single thing that any of them have said that I disagree with. You know, well, how could you ever, right. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say, um, I, I have followed your Twitter closely as we discovered each other, I don't know, like a month ago. And I think that you're definitely leaning ANCAP, I, but you, and in fairness, you troll a lot. So I need to clarify some positions with you, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's definitely, I always wonder, I'm like, hmm, I wonder, this is even in real life too. People will ask me, I can't tell if you're joking or not. So I'm right. always trolling in real life. I love doing that. But yeah, feel free, ask away. Okay. Feel free. First and foremost, uh, you made a comment a few days ago. I think it was something to the effect of like, no immigration. Are you, are you a border hawk, Atarian? <laughs> So yeah, this is this is the one thing I disagree with libertarians on is I want to see who's coming into the country and I would be so fine with op- like completely free market, free trade if other countries operated that way. Mm. See how I feel is I'm someone that an eye for an eye, not saying I'm not like a vindictive person, but I'm saying if a country's screwing us, I don't want it to only hurt like the American consumer, but I know all these things go all these effects are placed on the consumer. I was actually talking to my dad about this yesterday because we both are conflicted on this. He's less of an ANCAP than me, but yeah. So I do, I do want a wall. I do want a wall. I want to control who's coming in here. Um, But I do see how it contradicts with the, that's why I'm not a full ANCAP, but I just, I, I don't understand how someone like how you, how other people are okay with anyone just coming in here. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, no. I think to help you out here, it is not, it is not an open and shut case. And this is very, it's a very contentious topic amongst libertarians and ANCAPs. Uh, There are basically, we all have the same end goal in mind, but I think that some of us view it in a more pragmatic fashion. Like you can find libertarians that also believe in very harsh uh, border restrictions. So Minarchists, um, right? That's right. the term, well, minarchists. Yeah. Min- minarchists, but also also some, you know, really, really good libertarians. And and the reason, sorry, that sounded shit, but you know what I'm <laughs> Really saying. good libertarians. <laughs> not, not like you, you suck, but the good ones. You no, know? no, 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 no. I meant the minarchists. I'm I, I meant the minarchists because that's that's kind of a, a dirty word in libertarianism. Um, once you go the ANCAP route, people are like, fuck the minarchists. So anyway. Right, right. There's a pecking order. Yes, yes. Um, so a lot of people think that, and, and I actually classify myself in this category and 
I, I'll probably be having Kurt the Libertarian and Dave Smith on to debate this at some point in the future, is can we have an open border uh, society or country with the war on terror, the war on poverty, and um, what's the other one? I forget. Anyways. <laughs> what's the other war? It's, it's difficult because if we had a completely free market system and we didn't have the welfare state, you know, I would be for the legalization of all drugs. I don't care what, and I know conservatives hate to hear this. I don't care if you destroy your life. I, I don't care. But in the reality of things, if we were to legalize all drugs, although I don't know how much it's going to really stop, no one's like, I would do heroin, but it's illegal. So I'm not going to do it. Right. So I, I don't think it's stopping anyone, but you know, I don't want to pay for these things. It's mm -hmm. kind of, I always classify my opinions as this is there's what I really want. Like my principle, like full, if I could pick everything out and make, build my own reality, utopia, whatever, that these are my opinions here. And then there's what's the, going to happen. What's the reality of the situation. What's the most likely I'm also pro-life. The one thing I see, this is why I can't be a full and cap. Although I go, I'm so conflicted in my head right now. I go back and forth, but for me, I don't understand how there's pro-choice libertarians if they do believe in some sort of state and government, because I think the primary role of the government, if there has to be one, is to protect life. Mm -hmm. Life precedes liberty. You don't have the liberty to go murdering other people. That's not right. You know, so I think that's the one thing that the government should have to protect. But what's your I don't even know your stances on abortion. That's that's an interesting one for libertarians. Yeah, I I go back and forth. I think that I am personally pro-life and societally pro-choice i don't think that we should have the government imprisoning people for getting abortions because there are too many people that want them and i'm not really interested in having and i've always uh, it's it's funny because a lot of people that are pro-life say that oh we, we wouldn't be imprisoning you know mothers that abort their children we'd be imprisoning the doctors that do it right and i think that's morally reprehensible any like either way you look at it because obviously the mother should be held responsible if if you believe it's murder and the mother right. and the mother mother hired a hitman in that doctor to kill the kid inside of her why would you not imprison both of them so my my belief is that it has to be all or nothing because otherwise you're you're walking a very precarious moral gray area that i don't really understand so i'm curious from your side what what would you do would you actually want because i like just think about this for a second and and this has always bothered me there are so many uh miscarriages are you going to have a government official are you going to have detectives coming in and interviewing the mother who had a miscarriage to see if it was in fact an abortion i just think it's such a fucking crazy concept to even like if you understand all of the negatives of government and yet you want to have that enforced by the state, I just think it's very dangerous. That's my take. Right. And this is why I am so like wrapped up in the whole anarchist debate right now in my head, because mm -hmm. I go back and forth too. I can see both sides to where I'm like, well, that's clearly murder. Mm -hmm. Should if And if we are going, let's accept that. Okay. We have a government. If, let's just say we have a government. Then I do you murder someone. You should go to jail. So, I mean, I guess in that sense, yes, although I hate the idea of locking someone up in a cage, but at the same time, it's, I wouldn't be locking people up in cages for doing drugs. You can destroy your own life, but you can't destroy someone else's life. You know, right. it's my body, my choice, except your body's not the one that dies. So right. I just, I don't know. I can't, that's like one of the biggest things is feminists. They really, I mean, it's a mutual hatred. And I only go, <laughs> I know it's, I'm going off topic here, but the only reason I attack feminists so much on my Twitter is because TikTok, which is where I started, I like started posting TikToks 
November of 2020. That's when I just started. I only took Twitter seriously right after CPAC because people were like, bitch, you need to take Twitter seriously. And I was like, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> so I started tweeting my ass off and I don't stop. And it's probably super annoying, but the feminists attack me on TikTok. So I just yeah. love trolling them specifically, but I know I just went completely off topic back to abortion. <laughs> I always, well, cause that's one of the main topics for feminists. Of course. And I don't understand. It's like my right to murder my own child. I'm like, <laughs> it's sacrosanct. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, weird thing that that's like your thing. Like that's your biggest thing out of ever all of the political issues. That's the hill you're going to die on. I, I agree. It is very odd. I still, I always come back to like, do I find it morally reprehensible to kill the child inside of you? I do. Do I want the state, which I don't trust with anything to be responsible for investigating and imprisoning mothers and doctors who participate in it? I don't. And I don't, I struggle to imagine if pushed really hard on this topic that any genuine ANCAP would respond with, well, we have to protect, you know, the, the vulnerable, the indefensible, like the, the babies, we have to, we have to protect them somehow. So I'm going to empower the state with investigating every single mis miscarriage. It's like, this is just, I, I think it has to be dealt with in a, in a social framework like uh, or a cultural thing like like we hire our own hitman to no, kill no, the mom. no no no, no, no. Okay. Jesus you based Isabella Riley so some <laughs> some of the ANCAP dudes are gonna love you for that one but uh yeah no I just don't ultimately I think it should be a shame uh mechanism I think that it it is probably better and I know it's it's not nice to shame mothers that are getting abortions but at the same time I think that there should be a social stigma that's that's kind of I agree. That's I agree. I I think that we've gone to a place in our culture where we're glorifying it. So just to even, you know, I don't even think that a lot of conservatives, they wouldn't want to lock the mothers up. Right. But I feel like a lot of them would just want to bring back those, you know, stigmatization of abortion. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of it, a lot of people, especially conservatives and, you know, liberals and whatever. Well, Democrats, you know, they hijacked the term liberal, mm -hmm. but they think that the by creating laws that that will mandate morality. So in a sense, to some, I guess, people that are more sheep-like, I guess that will, but mm -hmm. not for me, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that it's it's really the, the cleanest answer is to just have societal or social stigma applied to the this area and just realize that it's too gray and too perilous to have the state involved in any real way. That's That's where I fall on it. I know it's not like a... It's not a cut and dry answer and, and people on both sides will hate me for it, but I'm just being honest like that. That is the conclusion I've come to after a lot of thinking about it. And, and in truth, when I was younger, I was like, abortion isn't murder and you should be allowed. And like, this was probably my most, uh, I don't know, liberal position. Yeah, were you a lefty before? No, no, I wasn't. But this, okay, that, cool. that was, that, that was, yeah, that was when I, I genuinely was like, you just, I don't know. I took it to an extreme. I was just like, I, and I think it was probably out of um, my own selfish interests of being like, I don't want to have to be a father before I'm ready. So this should be allowed, which is such a fucking selfish, lazy perspective in hindsight, but I was young. So I, you know, we're evolving here. Forgive me. Uh, but I wanted to ask you real quick. Your dad had a Ayn Rand tattoo. Jeez, portrait. He won't let me take a picture of it. It's super annoying, but I swear to God, it's right there on his calf, like her face. That and it looks so, exactly like her. That is so, so hardcore. 
Oh. Yeah. So that can like, people will ask me why I'm so, I'm such a hardcore person. I'm like, well, picture this. Like my yeah. dad, my dad always says I'm the girl version of him to a T. So, I mean, that's, I grew up as Ron Paul's my father and Ayn Rand's my mother. Seriously. Like it's so hardcore. So how, how'd you end up with Ayn Rand and Ron Paul, but you classified yourself as a conservative as of a year ago? How, how did that happen? Well, so I know a lot of libertarians love to hate me for this and people will tell, you know, I'm sure you get it all the time. You can't think this if you think this. Oh, no. I, no. I liked Trump. I like Trump. And I'll tell you, I'm the, I'm the exact opposite of why people like Trump. Well, mainly conservatives, you know, you'll hear, you're, you will hear conservatives say, you know, I like his policies, but his rhetoric, eh. I don't like that, but his tweet, his tweets, I don't like that. I'm I the opposite. love his rhetoric. <laughs> same, same, yeah, yeah. same, same. I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, his policies, eh, I wish he built the wall. You know, his policies, not so great, but I love his rhetoric. I love the worst tweets are my favorite tweets. I, I just pictured him as being like the manifestation of like a big me- middle re- like finger to the establishment, yeah. to the political elite, to the left. That's what I love. So I love that personality. Mm-hmm. But as I've like, you know, read, read more, I just like discovered Rothbard within the past year, you know, Ludwig von Mises. So I named one of my guinea pigs after Ludwig, <laughs> the guinea pig. Um, I <laughs> love them. Um, it's pretty hard for me to I don't know, reconcile that. I would never call myself a conservative now ever. Like I kind of like, ew, don't ever call me a conservative. That grosses me out. But most of my friends are Republicans, but we have like good talks about it because I don't care if you disagree with me. Usually it's people don't like me for it, but yeah, yeah I don't know. It's pretty annoying to hear like the conservative response to libertarians, to be honest. And I will be classified with the Lulbergs, which really annoys me. <laughs> I am not a woke libertarian. I'm the opposite. I'm like as offensive as possible. I have to like, the, the amount of things I want to tweet and I don't. <laughs> I can't even imagine someone calling you woke. You are definitely not woke. You I, like I know. Seriously, seriously. Well, I mean, just conservatives like to call every libertarian a Wolberg. Oh, okay. Which is like a woke libertarian, I think. Those uh, are the left libertarians, like the people that run the LP. Yes. Well, those are those are well. I mean, in fairness, they are they are evolving. It looks like the the Libertarian Party accounts, the state level accounts, are getting way more base, and I fucking love it. Uh, but yes, we have yet to take over national. We are working on that. I know you actually wanted to talk a little bit about the takeover. Art, you work for, is it Project Veritas you work for? Well, so I just did a music video. Oh, that was it? That was it. Okay. No, that was it. But I, I saw, am friends I with James and he's he's well-versed in Hayek and all of them, by the way. Yeah. I've asked him. I've I asked him. It. Yeah. He's I'm, really smart and he's super like genuine and passionate, really believes in what he's doing. Like you have no idea. He's a great person really fighting for Liberty seriously. And he is taking the good approach to big tech on like conservatives who think we need the, you know, what's the solution more government. Let's have the government break up these big tech monopolies. I asked him this um, personally. And he said, I don't agree with that solution, that approach. I think, and what he, his um, organization is doing is suing these places, you know, suing these, um, these big, you know, the New York Times, all these different places, making putting these people, these reporters up on a stand in front of a jury where they're, you know, they have to say the truth or, you know, they could get in, in trouble. What's the word? Perjure. They perjure themselves. Right. You know, um, so and then they end up talking. They retract things and then he sues them and they pay him a lot of money. And guess what? Money talks. Mm-hmm. So he, I think, is doing the right approach with this. And conservatives are completely misguided. They're like, I don't like the way these companies are running themselves. So I'm going to have the government tell them how to run it as if 
who in the government has our side ever for conservatives? Well, and, and it's it's such a mistake to believe that the government isn't already involved in how these companies are running themselves. I mean, it's to me, it's very transparent that they're deeply in bed together and they have them on Capitol Hill to instruct them on what to do. And those CEOs like Zuckerberg and these fucking cunts go up there and they ask these assholes what would you like us to do? We can't regulate ourselves. We need you to tell us how to, uh, you know, curtail uh, hate speech and all this nonsense. It's like, if you, if you are entrusting the government to solve this, we are fucked. Like, you absolutely have to. And, and that's why I love what he's doing. It is straight guerrilla warfare. He is, he is uncovering what they're up to. He's going behind the scenes. He's catching them on a hidden camera. Then when they, when they talk shit about him or they libel him, he sues. I mean, it is, it is. He doubles down. He doubles down. It's amazing. I know. I think he's doing the complete right approach. And I think conservatives are very misguided. Another thing that I think conservatives are super misguided. I don't know if you've heard, it's like a new thing with, it seems like with younger conservatives, I see it on TikTok, but conservatives want to ban porn now. Oh yeah. Which I'm just like, and I'm not, and, you know, they'll kind of do what a leftist does. If you're not in favor of banning porn, you love porn. Right. No, I don't. I'm yeah. just saying, I don't think the government should make it illegal for consenting parties that are, you know, legal age, whatever, to do whatever they want to do. Exactly. And also then they'll say, well, um, websites like Pornhub, you know, helps child sex trafficking. What about that? I'm like, well, that I'm against, you know, if well, Chipotle. That, that's illegal. <laughs> wait, that's illegal. If Chipotle yeah. was helping sex, child sex trafficking, we would be all against it. So right. like, but you know, if they're not, then they're not. So I don't know. That's another big thing. I don't think it's the government's role to mandate morality. And I don't think it has, it's even possible to do that. No, it's not. And, and it's, that's the, that is the shifting of the pendulum back from leftism towards an authoritarian, right? And we need to be very cautious about that. Cause if you end up going that path, shit gets really, really nasty really quick because they, they desperately want, because they feel like their culture has been lost and they're correct, but you don't, you don't criminalize behavior to get your culture back. It's just, especially if the culture you're trying to attain is freedom. Like, so you got to decide, are you, are you actually interested in freedom and liberty or are you interested in having an authoritarian state that molds the culture in your in your likeness? And I think you'll find historically when you enable the state to do that, you don't actually end up getting the culture that you claim to be uh, wanting to you know retain or reachieve. It's like it's doomed. So I really hope that they wake up to that. I know I'm trying. I'm trying to, you know, wake them up as much as I personally can. But, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. And when when has the government helped anything? You know, the government only makes things worse, creates problems, wastes our money. I mean, it's just it's, it seems like such common sense, but people just cannot get like get rid of the idea of the fact that the, of a state needing to exist. But the sad truth is, is I as much as I want to be an ANCAP, it will never happen. That's just right. the sad truth. It's like, you just have to be completely disappointed all the times, but I would love a national divorce. Yes. That I would yeah. love. I would love, I would love, I would love. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in New York woman? That's crazy. If you want a national divorce. I know. I, I like the Northeast. I like the personality here. You know, the, you know, mass hole type personality. Yeah, yeah. Um, where I are you located? It's hilarious. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm born and raised in San Diego. But I'm but I'm oh, raised wow. but I'm raised by a, an Italian from New York. So I think I I have that edge, even though I'm from like, you know, surfs up bro town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that people that don't that aren't assholes aren't like they're all fake, but I'm just 
I've encountered a lot of people in my life that they think that they're being nice by not telling you how they feel and then talking 100%. behind your back. And that's who the, that's who all the fake people are. Whereas people will tell me that I'm mean or whatever, but I just am giving you my honest opinion. And I'd rather not lie to people because then you end up having to do like mental gymnastics in your head to remember like what you were trying to say. And right. that's just not my personality. And I personally like when my personality alienates people, because like I said, <laughs> I like being alone. I don't want to waste my time with you anyway. So if I, if I can avoid having to spend time with you and pretend that I care, even though I don't really pretend that I care ever, but it's just, it's a win-win for me. So I'm not, I've never understood people that will kind of change their personality depending on who they're with to like get along with them i'm like i am going to be fully obnoxiously myself all the time and if you don't like it good and if you like it good then you really like me and then i don't need to worry about being someone else that i'm not you are you are a clone of me i swear to god i <laughs> same exact concept like i and and it's funny because what you'll find by living this way as i've been around a little bit longer than you and i've been doing this a little bit longer than you in terms of living this really authentic aggressive lifestyle is that you will have really ride or die friends from doing this because the people that appreciate it will be like, this dude's the real deal. He is so, he's so truthful. He's so honest. I don't ever have to question if he's lying. I don't ever have to question if he's being, you know, genuine with what he has to say. It's just like, so, but then the people that have been raised to be much more um, conflict averse will run away. They'll just be like, I want nothing to do with this guy. He's an asshole. Uh, but then other people will love you to the end of the earth because it's it's authentic and it's like certain people really appreciate it. But you're right. You're going to alienate some people. So I'm glad that you're accustomed to that already. Right. No, I've had so many people tell me like after I say something positive to them, they'll literally say, wow, thank you. Like coming yeah. from you. <laughs> yeah. James O'Keefe being one of them. He was like, right. wow, thank you. Coming from you. Like I just like, it really means so much more because they know that I'm not going to BS them. I'm not going right. to lie to them. And I'm only saying something not to make them feel good, but because I actually think that. Exactly. So yeah, I completely agree. I wish more people were like this, but most people aren't, which is fine. We don't need to interact, but they should not be voting away my freedom. Right. You know, that's something I can't stand is the idea of democracy being a good thing. Like, so a, a mob can vote away your freedom. That makes no sense. It well, makes no sense. So that's why we had the Bill of Rights is so that you couldn't vote away certain things. But uh, it, we had a good run. It lasted a while, uh, but it's pretty much dead now. Where, where, yeah. where were you raised? Um, Connecticut. Okay. So, so I'm like back and forth between Connecticut, like farmland. My county actually voted for Trump in this past election in Connecticut, which is crazy. But and then New York. But yeah, I don't know. I've always been here and everyone I know are like conservatives. That's interesting. Yeah, they I, just don't talk. Right. Yeah. No one. And, and that's that's the other thing that I, I love about what you're doing is like you have a lot of courage. I mean, you really go hard in the paint and and in a way that's unusual. I mean, most people. I mean, fortunately for you, you're compelling enough and you're beautiful enough that you're going to get a huge following very rapidly, regardless of what you do. But I love the fact that instead of being a Lulbert, where you're just saying, you know, platitudes and shit, you will say unpopular things, even amongst libertarians at times. You will just, you are being real. And I think that that's what made me gravitate towards you so quickly as I was like, she doesn't have to be doing this. Like, I know, I know that you could just be grifting your way to the top if you wanted to. And you're just like, nope, I'm going to say exactly what the fuck I think. Deal with it, bitch. And I'm like, yo, this girl is hardcore. <laughs> you know, that's just how I've always been. Always. I can't help it. And I, 
you know, you'll attract, you know, more loyal people. I don't like to say followers or I mean, fan. Yeah. I would never call anyone, whatever, but people that really like you just really appreciate it. And again, I like to kind of alienate some people. If some <laughs> libertarians or conservatives will get mad because of one of my tweets offends them. Remember I got into a lot of trouble, not a lot of trouble, but a lot of people got mad at me because I tweeted, you know, I don't care if you smoke weed. Did but you see you this? Like people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't like it. People were coming at me and I'm like, I swear to God, my entire life, my friends, all potheads, every yeah. single one of them, boyfriend in college for years, smoked every day, did not matter. I don't care. They weren't really these people. But I'm right. just saying the traits associated with smoking weed, laughing at everything, which another thing is I never laugh. It's not a joke. I don't ever laugh. It's impossible to make me laugh out loud. It's, and I wish I, you would have to know me to understand this, but everyone that's close to me, my family is like, will you ever laugh. And I tweeted yesterday, this is the last time I smiled. And I mean, I smile, I've had to learn to fake laugh. So it's not awkward, but I pretty much am always like, very unamused. So I forgot my whole point with this was Are you? A so is this a declaration of your sociopathy? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> pretty Damn much. I, pretty I much. might get you to laugh with that one. Fuck it. You're right. You oh. can't laugh. All right. Oh, so I Never have, never have laughed out loud in my life. Genuinely from like, I can't hold it in. It never happened. Have you, uh, that, I mean, that seems miserable. Are you, it is. Are you? <laughs> Sometimes when people laugh and they're like crying, laughing, my sister is someone that when she starts laughing, she can't stop. I'm like, yeah. damn, I wish that looks like fun. I yeah. wish I could experience that. But instead people will try to show me something funny. They don't even try to anymore because I'm like, like I can find something like funny though. Like I can find it funny, but I'm not going to laugh out loud. That's interesting. So I'm a miserable are, bitch. So yeah, no, no, seriously, that, I mean, that's the natural question. Are you, are you unhappy? No, I'm completely happy. Although I am someone that I'm always picking out everything that's wrong with everything. Right. You know, I'm not saying astrology is real, but I'm a complete Virgo and people get really, I'm never like fully satisfied with anything, including myself. So it's like, people will say, well, you're so critical. I'm like, you don't understand everything I do. I never think is enough. And it's not like I'm upset about it, but when right. people are like, oh, I like your TikToks. I'm like, they're literally stupid little TikTok videos. <laughs> like, that's what I say. I, people are like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, I make stupid TikTok videos. <laughs> you're like, they're you're so like, stupid. Hate, you hate your followers. You're like, you shouldn't even be watching this. You fucking. No, seriously. When people say that they like my videos, I'm like, why? I don't, I don't understand. In my Twitter, like I just tweet whatever comes to my head and it's always so stupid. But I mean, that's just, that's just how I am. But I'm not like, it doesn't make me upset. I'm not upset about it. I never like, I'm like upset unless maybe someone dies. Okay. Like it takes a lot for me to be upset and a lot to be super happy. I'm well, kind of always in the middle, but that's, that's an important question. Do you cry? No, no. Only if one of my animals dies. So you don't, so you can cry though. Yes. And I okay. have a whole animal rescue farm with 200 plus animals. So I have a lot of animals and they do die occasionally. You know, right. I figured so it out. Since animals are the only only creature that can get you to emote, we're going to need to get a parrot that tells incredible stand up. I think this is this is how we get you to laugh. I trust just trust me. I did. My grandma did have a parrot. She has passed away since then, but she had really she had really bad Alzheimer's, and she had this Amazon blue front parrot that lived in like within her room in a cage, but she was out. And my grandma came out of the shower and my parrot bit part of her nipple off. And that didn't make me laugh. <laughs> so I don't know what will. 
Hey, you almost left. I saw you when you started to talk about her coming to the show. I've had to teach. I've had to teach myself, or else it's awkward because people will be like, <laughs> so, "Hello, are so you there?" You, you threw in that little. <laughs> you threw that in. It's natural. Oh, okay, that was natural. Okay, good. Whew, man, you are very interesting. That is fascinating because it's. I mean, in many ways, very unique. Very unique human being. Do you know that you're unusual? I'm always told this. Yes, I'm always told this. Whenever people like actually talk to me, they're like, wow, you're not like the other girls. No, I'm kidding. But they're like, you're very different. No, you you are. I mean, it's it. God. Yeah. Very, very unique. I just as as someone who fancies himself funny, it would be devastating being around you and just having you be like not funny but I can find <laughs> what you're doing funny if it's actually funny but just it just won't make me laugh I don't understand how people actually get themselves to laugh out like what you're doing right now like you genuinely are just doing that yes this is the I mean I'm not even thinking I about don't it. get it I don't get it I wish I did I'm honestly that's like the one thing I'm jealous of is just experiencing that oh man I am yeah you should be it's a it's a great human experience to just be overwhelmed with uh, you know, whatever the fuck this feeling is that makes you burst out with audible noise for no apparent reason. It's a very, it's a very unusual human behavior. I mean, it's normal, but it's like it's weird. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so back to the topics here. Uh, <laughs> so if if we were to get rid of the welfare state, the warfare state, we didn't have to worry about terrorism anymore because we've allowed ten years to pass since we stopped blowing up brown people overseas. Uh, all of these things, we get rid of. I mean, people don't like when they get blown up. I know or it's like weird. It's weird. I, like, would have thought. Like they go to a therapist. You don't need to be upset with us just because our government blew your children up. I mean, relax. Uh, <laughs> Make no, see, new ones. If <laughs> oh, God. that was really harsh. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh. make new ones like just make new kids that you we blew up that was pretty harsh that was pretty dark as well come on you didn't know i know i say i say these things and it's weird i literally went on my first tv like appearance the other day for newsmax yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't remember that i said this but my parents rewatched it over and they were like did you really say on national television that the only person that can change their skin color is michael jackson and i was like <laughs> did i say that I don't, I don't recall, but a weird thing for me to say, I did not plan on saying that, but I guess That's I did. Are You would be like, you're the best straight man. Cause you just, you play it, you play it cool. You're like, you're, you're dropping heaters, but you don't laugh. So you can't laugh at your own jokes. So like everything you deliver is naturally deadpan. It's interesting. You'd be, a, you'd be an amazing British standup. People have told me to do standup. I could never do standup cause I don't think I'm funny. Women aren't funny. So <laughs> obviously <laughs> my favorite thing on Twitter is when someone will just tweet me and just like, Oh, you should read this book. And no matter what it is, I'm always just like, I can't read. I know. I I'm a it. woman. Every time I just don't break character. I just, I can't read. I'm sorry. Well, so nothing I can do. The interesting thing is, is that you claim to hate feminists and yet you're out here trying to produce things. And I feel like you should really stay in your lane and stop trying to be a man. If you're going to claim to not be a feminist. I mean, what's, what's this all about? So yeah, here's a big kicker with a big contradiction. I'm always promoting being a trad wife. Right. I'm like the opposite of a yeah, trad wife. I know. I just can't stand feminists so much. And I love seeing them melt and freaking out, freak out. But I also do see the value of like being a trad wife. I'm like, if you want to do that, that's awesome. Do that, whatever. And I like the values, like raising a family. But the funny thing is, is sorry, there's honking. 
freaking New York City. But I do see, so I don't want kids. You don't want kids at all? No. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, if my future husband really wanted them, fine. I'd pop some out. But (laughs) do I want any? No, because I want to be fully selfish in my career. And I do think that kids need a full-time, like stay-at-home mom. I see the value in it. And I really do think they need that. I would caution my husband to be a stay-at-home dad or something. But I just don't have a maternal. I'm sure I would get one. Okay, I'm sure, you know, I baby my guinea pigs. I love them to death. I'm sure I would get a maternal bone, but I just have no desire to do that. I'm also like vegan and I hate most food. So, I mean, I barely even... I barely even cook myself anything. It's not like I'm whipping up sandwiches. I don't eat anything that goes in sandwiches. I just like to play the character. I think it's funny and it doesn't bother me. You know, I'm not someone that's like, oh, this kind of thing that rejects what I personally am offends me. I like playing into it. That's why I got, I was annoyed when everyone got mad at me for saying like the weed stuff. I'm like, do you guys, I'm literally attacking myself all the time right. on Twitter. Yeah. Like, can you guys just chill? Like if someone doesn't think people who smoke or it's not even who people who smoke weed are bad or just the traits associated with people with being a pothead, not even right. the people, just the traits are not attractive to them. Why are you so upset? I don't this know. Is, I don't this care. Is, this is a personal preference thing anyways. Like if you don't like when I was younger, I didn't really like being around stoners either. I liked being around drinkers. I think they're way more fun. I Me think too, that, yeah. Yeah. Like whereas stoners are like, let's watch a movie, man. And you're just like, and this just, fucking- let's just. Let's just laugh at everything that's not funny. <laughs> See, that's why you hate stutters because you don't yes. laugh. <laughs> yes. And let's just like pig out and eat everything in the fridge. I'm like not like I just yeah. I'm a vegan, but I also don't eat any fake meat or fake cheese. I'm the pickiest eater in the world. Lord. So it's, just, it's just it's just not I hate everything, literally. It, it's so it's just not my thing. I gotta tell you, we are so fortunate that you have the right philosophy because I think you might be a psychopath. I think that I am. Yeah, like uh, like clinically? <laughs> I hope. I hope so. I think so. That would explain a lot. <laughs> Holy shit. You're amazing. All right. We keep getting sidetracked. I need to get to the I know, bottom. I know. I know. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a political podcast. No, no. We're doing great. I just, I need to get to the bottom of this. If we got rid of the welfare state and the warfare state, yada, 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 yada. Would you be open to open borders? In all other countries operated that way? So it has to be reciprocal. It has to be both sides doing it or else you're not okay with it. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I guess if we were fully free market everything, then if you come over here, you're not getting any handouts. So, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, right. If we got rid of the welfare state, open borders would be way more viable. I, right. I do agree with that. I know that's Ron Paul's stance, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's Dave, no, that, that's, that makes a lot more sense. Dave that's Smith. Dave Smith and also the great Liberty Lockdown stance. So. You should side with us. Anyways, uh, I'm glad to hear that, that you're at least open to the idea because I think that if you, if you understand the economic ramifications of tariffs and a trade war and how ultimately it doesn't end up benefiting the people it claims to, it only benefits certain you know, politically tied industries usually, it's very similar with immigration. Like If you, if you have this reciprocal mindset where we're only going to trade freely either products or hum- humans uh, with other countries that do the same, it ultimately doesn't end up benefiting your society. I think that the, the reason that, that we need a border still is because we've been fucking the world up for decades and 
and we okay, have a lot status of- you're a statist is what you're saying <laughs> no i'm saying <laughs> i'm saying i'm saying that we've we've uh we've created a lot of enemies and we we have a reason to be concerned about people wanting to get payback and and i think until we stop that and then if you if you were to stop that for a decade or two and allow all of these people that have genuine and reasonable animus towards us to kind of build up well no 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 that's the argument that my dad and i like talk about is you know china's obviously a threat yes you know there is a there is a thing to making sure that other countries don't build up now i'm not saying we need to be the world's policemen right but there is an argument to say how would we know what to expect and what you know what's going on in other countries unless we were somewhat there but I, I disagree with it. I don't want to be like going and killing people and bombing people. But right. how else would we know this intelligence? It's just it's such a fine line because, you know, you're never going to get fully one way or the other. And there's pros and cons to both things. Right. You know, sure. with more freedom. I mean, I don't think that you need the government to be safe, but obviously there is somewhat more of a risk with, with so, nuclear weapons. though, do we do we really need to? I mean, we have such a massive deterrent. We could just go you do this to us, we destroy the world. So like, ultimately, that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I I don't feel like we need to be spying and getting all this intelligence globally. The only reason we really do it is to protect industry. I mean, that if you actually get into the weeds and you look at it, it's about protecting trade lines and certain crops and certain industries and like that and oil, obviously. Um, So things women don't understand, but I'm gonna nod and pretend (laughs) I do. The self-deprecating humor will never not be funny to me. So you're, you're fucking killing it. Um, <laughs> so have you had any luck actually reaching the youth through TikTok? Because everything you ever post about it, because I'm not on TikTok because I, uh, I can't handle the endorphin overload. Um, but do you, every time you post about it on Twitter, you're just talking about all the hateful comments you get. So I'm curious, do you ever get any like, other than gross DMs and shit like that, do you ever get any positive feedback? Like you have actually changed my mind. Um, so I know I do get positive feedback. I never really read through my comments because I, I just don't care. It's not that they upset me. I actually love seeing them. I just, I'll always see the comments that if I happen to open the app and right. it's right there on my activity, like I'll see those. If I'm really bored, I'll scroll through the comments, but that's never really happened. So I don't know if anyone has said I've, <laughs> I've changed their minds. I would like to think so. Um, a lot of the times I like to just use their hate comments to kind of just show how like the crazy their logic is or how evil or illogic it's not really logical but i don't i'm not sure that's a good question Uh, a lot of the stuff i do is trolling so i don't know how much trolling can change people's minds and i know a lot of people don't like that i mean it would for me because it can show up the stupidity in someone else exactly no that that i mean trolling is actually a lethal weapon in the information war because it it highlights absurdity i mean there, I saw I saw this post yesterday that I think is probably the greatest shit post I've ever seen in my life. It, it, did you see that reporter tweet out going like this list of things that she's like, we never expect the government to lie to us. Did you see that one? No. Oh my God. It's it's phenomenal. It's the it's so transparent. And you're just like, bitch, are you you're supposed to be a reporter? Are you kidding me? She's like, so we never expect the government to lie to us. And, and she lists these like two or three other things that are absurd, like equal, like increasingly absurd. Like as if it's a joke, like as if it's a joke, you would think it was, it was a joke, but she's being genuine, which makes it all the much better. And then this guy comments and he goes, and he goes, uh, things you never expect when you're a reporter. And he goes, one peekaboo Two, where did mom go? 
three. Oh, there she is. <laughs> so he's he. Oh, you didn't you didn't laugh. But anyways, it's very funny. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, Isabella. Just listen to the man. It's funny. It's funny. OK. Ha <laughs> So obviously he's highlighting that she is behaving like an infant. And, and it's and it was just such a brilliant way to do it. And it's got her her comment has like a thousand or five hundred likes and she's like a major mainstream reporter his shit has thirty five thousand likes as of last night so he is wow crushing her in a way that i have never seen someone do with a shit post anyway so my point is there is real efficacy in using trolling and shit posting to to try and change people's mindsets because ultimately when you live in a really uh, ideological like dictatorship kind of totalitarian social framework, which is what we've experienced over the past few years as woke ideology has taken over is that humor and dismissal and disdain are like all things that Trump brought to the table, by the way, are, are mm -hmm. things that, that really undermine their power structure. So I think that there's a lot of merit in, in your tactic, whether you intend to or not, if it's not your intent and you are not really concerned about changing people's minds, what is, what is your purpose with doing this? I mean, I would love to change people's minds. I, I just pretty much just say what I think though. I I'm, like I said, I'm very critical of myself. So I'm, I'm like, could what I'm doing actually change anyone's mind? Right. Like, you know, I just am super like that. I, I doubt it, but maybe I've changed people's minds that I know personally because yeah. I never shut up about politics, but I guess, I guess my purpose is just, I've always wanted to get involved in politics. Okay. I just always want to speak my mind. I don't really know exactly. I don't ever want to run for office. I don't think I'm electable. Um, I think I don't want to censor myself ever. So Girl, you are tripping. If you, if you want to get elected, we can get you elected. I promise you that. I don't know if I want to get elected. Okay. Well then that's, you know fair. what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't but, know. But to, to classify yourself as unelectable, I think is completely misguided after what Trump did. Like if you want to be a Congresswoman, we can fucking do this shit. Like, let's go. Um, but it sounds as if you're not interested. So what is what is your end goal then? Is it you just want to be a media pundit talking this talking this liberty shit? I mean, I guess so. I, I don't really. That's the thing. People always ask me. and I don't really know. I'm pretty much open to anything that comes my way. But I mean, I guess just talking about it. Um, I'm really excited for Dave Smith to run for president, which I do believe that he is going to. I've heard that he is definitely going to. Um, Who told you that? Definitely. I don't expose these my people. No, you don't. You don't give up your sources. All right. I don't give up my sources. I can tell you later. I can tell okay. you after. Okay. Um, but someone that knows him, and I mean, I don't know Dave Smith. I'm just a fan, but um, I definitely want to help get involved in that political process. But I will be like having some show soon with one of my friends who's more of a populist Republican, which I think is like will be an interesting show because we're coming from the same side. We agree on a lot, but there's obviously a ton of things that we disagree on. So yeah. we just filmed our like pilot and we were just, you know, yelling at each other, fighting the entire time. It was perfect. Exactly what I would want. Is this, I would is love this YouTube? To, um, it will be, I think on everything. Um, okay. I can also tell you more about that later. <laughs> Okay. Um, no problem. But can I know I who your guest host is or no? Yeah, Gavin Wax. I don't know. He's the president of the New uh, York Young Republicans Club. I've seen you beefing with him on Twitter. So yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, I mean we're really good friends. But no, I know I play, of, playfully beefing. But yeah, yeah, we kind of I kind of view the show as being like a Rothbard Pat Buchanan type yeah, thing, yeah. like that sort of alliance. And you know, populism really isn't you know an ideology, but it's kind of a strategy. And I do see like didn't Rothbard say that towards the end of his life his his home isn't with the crackhead libertarians; it's with like the you know kind of paleo conservatives, right. the populist Republicans, which I don't really like paleo conservatives, but yeah. yeah. 
I honestly, I would classify you as like a, a late stage Rothbardian. You're definitely more interested in um, working with the right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I have no interest in working with the left. I think no. they're batshit crazy. I, I completely, that's why I don't think there's anything wrong with it is because I see it the same way. I think that the left is, I, I don't even want to call them left. They're, they are totalitarian. Like they're, they're a horrifying political ideology. And, and I don't side with the right. But I also, if I'm looking for allies, you goddamn right, I'm going to side with the right. Like that's, what am I supposed to do here? I am literally like public enemy number one. If you talk to a leftist, I'm a rich, straight white dude. Like, forget about it. I can't get along with these people. They want me dead. So I have no choice. I have no choice but to side with the right, even though I find many of their authoritarian uh, worldviews you know, not equally reprehensible, but reprehensible nonetheless. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta find allies in this. So it, you're going to do this show. What's, what's the future hold? What, where does this all go? Cause you're, you're building uh, very rapidly a social media empire. And that doesn't surprise me because you're very good at it. What, what are you trying to do with this beyond, beyond the show? You don't know? Just letting it play out. I don't out. know. Like, I will just let it, that's the thing. I'm such a planner in person, but I just, I don't, I don't really know. I just, I've been approached by like certain things and I'm trying to figure out where to go. I'm still trying to find, you know, a full-time job to actually pay to live in New York city. So I'm not, I'm not really sure. I don't see myself on a mainstream media show though. I'll tell you that much. You have a boyfriend and he's, and he's not taking care of the bills. What's going on. I thought you were, I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were a trad wife. What the fuck is this? I'm so not though. That's a funny thing. Cause I'm always like, promoting being a trad wife i'm so not one so would you not accept a boyfriend that would uh you know pay for you to live are you like the independent woman mold yeah i mean the thing is i hate the term independent woman like i'm an independent woman it's not about a pride thing it's a i don't think that it's fair that you should have to pay for everything because you were born a man well I, i agree with that but uh most men still will <laughs> like they don't, it, there's no obligation there, but if, if it's, if it's a mutually ag- agreed upon thing, would you, I'm saying, would you reject it outright? Like, are you that, are you that type where you're like, I, I don't want the help of a man. No, I'm not someone that's like so hardcore about it, but it, I don't like it because I, I just, I feel bad. I don't like people doing me favors and I don't like, I, I, I'd, I'd rather be a giver than a taker. I, I just don't like to, I don't like feeling like people are giving me more than I'm giving them. So regardless of who you are. So, but that's I mean, fair. I'm not rejecting it, but I don't think it's makes sense. What? No, that's, that's totally fair. I, honestly, it's always been a major criteria of mine is that there is no sense of um, entitlement with girls I date. Cause it's like, it gets so, it gets so irritating when they're just like, they don't appreciate it. Yeah, they just expect it. It's like, not, I'll, it's, I'll go out and buy a $150 dinner and you don't even say thank you. It's like, it's like, yo, like, I, I don't mind. I don't mind paying, but if I don't get a thank you, at least it's like, what are we doing here? Like, are, am I purchasing you? For, am I purchasing your services? Like, are we not in this together? It just, it just rubs me the wrong way. So I, you're a total unicorn other than the fact that you don't laugh, which is un, unfortunate, but you know. I know. No, I totally agree though. That's something my father and I talk about all the time is it's not even about me doing something for someone, but it's, you know, just appreciate it. Show that you actually exactly. appreciate something and it makes the world of a difference, which, which is something politicians don't do. They don't appreciate that we keep them in office, that we pay their bills. Right. Well, most of their bills, a lot of it is like corruption and, you know, speeches yeah. and stuff, but 
you know, I remember a while ago, Nancy Pelosi was like, if it weren't for us, you guys would be, I don't even know what she said, something crazy, but yeah, that's a, something the government going back to the politics is they're not accountable to us. So how, how can you think that they're ever going to improve? They have no incentive. No, they don't. And that's why we have to abolish them. Female Rothbard. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast. Um, where can people follow you? Um, so on Twitter, it's just at Isabella Riley US. And on everything else, it's Isabella Riley USA. Too long for Twitter. Really drives me crazy. I can't find one username that's streamlined. But yeah, Instagram, TikTok, if you're on there. It's a great time on there. I recommend it. But so yeah. We'll absolutely hate your guts if you subscribe, but do it anyways. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm uh, at Liberty Logpod on Twitter. And Liberty Lockdown is taken by someone who hasn't tweeted in years. And it drives me fucking bonkers. Same with that, Isabella Riley. Yeah. That's uh, so frustrating. Scum of the earth. <laughs> Literally scum. Worse than the government. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, I, I really think that you're going uh, big places. I, I think that you have, you're really good at speaking, by the way. I don't know if you've been complimented on that. I think you have a really great cadence. Um, you know your shit. You're very young. You're going to kill it. Um, so I hope that uh, that you continue to push this ideology. I think we need more more people that are in this space that are young and crushing it to get after it. And um, whether or not you feel like you're you're doing God's work, I feel like you are. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Big shout out to everybody that's been with me since Jump Street. Appreciate y'all. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown, please scan your barcode, your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold, where did it come from and where did it go, it requires a fight, not tweet from your phone, don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne, if you're riding with the thought, you've always got a home, the virus is scared of, will come and it'll go, the government knows, just don't get treated like a hoe, like Nico and Shane, you're probably wondering what's happening, scared Hollywood left these lyrical feminine, a typo with Luke might bring them nooses, we all bite the bullet, I'm the king of the gooses, freckles and Brit, didn't know I could spit, knew I was a patriot, but now I'm the shit. Peter Quinones, invite me on Which podcaster sends custom songs Part of the problem, now I stand with the people Dave showed the way, but I am unequal Lions of Liberty, now hear me roar Beat running up, but I got a bit more Robbie the Fire, always running his mouth But I made him a sandwich, now I'm man of the house The malice for Nick, but you're welcome to quit I went over BLM with the fire I spit Friends against government just call us fags Copy the Cairo, put mummies in the bag Liable opinions get thrown on the ground Silky's Mouton was the only sound Getting so hot must be air July Screaming in the mic and rip for 59 Miles to ratio that black guns matter Now all these lefties got crazy small bladders None of us wanted war but we're ready You know I be bopping and rock steady Liberty lockdown, please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought, you've always got a home The virus is scared of, will come and it'll go The government knows, just don't get treated like a hoe